0: Are you ready?
1: A shot of wrestling. Episode 113. In And way, We go. Step up to the break. We
0: got MJP and green man is the and chip and 15. From my land to Japan and every That's what you got. From the fans to the bears, let me hit the ground. So take a shot.
1: Oh, yeah, so take a shot. Oh, so take a shot. Welcome, folks, episode, like I said, 113 of A Shot of Wrestling. I am your host at Michael J. Putty. Uh, this week's guest host kind of uh, canceling me last minute. So do I turn to the trusty, reliable intern, Jeff Goldcard. What's going on, buddy? How you been?
0: Hey, how you doing there, Putty? I'm glad to be back. Always here to talk about wrestling. What's that? What, what's that about? What do you mean? That
1: little accent you're doing.
0: I don't know. I just thought I'd start uh, with a little... Start to ready. Here we yeah, go. Yeah, you know, I got to start with a little thump thump thump. So
1: how's, how's everything going? How's it WrestleMania for you?
0: Oh yeah, you. I meant to... So I'm glad you brought me here cause today because uh, I don't know if the 1% or even any percent been following the uh, Shot of Wrestling blog, but uh, I had a very interesting uh, uh, WrestleMania trip to get to WrestleMania. Yeah, so I wanted you on. So it was kind of a win-win for me. So uh, I want to hear all about this. All right, I'm going to break it down as quickly as possible. So what happened was Greenman and I uh, decided to get tickets to uh, Newark, from Newark all the way to New Orleans. When we get to Newark, we find out – it was uh, April 4th – that there was terrible wind, and the entire tri-state area flights were pretty much canceled. So uh, what happened was uh, they offered us trips to Chicago. I was like, fine. But they only had one seat available from Chicago to New Orleans. So when I get to the gate, I said, hey, do you got anything better for me? I said, I have no luggage, no nothing. And they said, boom, uh, we got a trip for you to go to St. Louis, St. Louis to Tampa, Tampa to New Orleans, all in within like 18 hours. I was like, so I have to travel basically for 18 hours to get to New Orleans. More or yeah. less, Green Man went from... Uh, Could have drove faster than that, I think, right? No, actually, it was uh, we did the math because we were going to rent a car. It okay. took us 23 hours. So it took Same. us 23 hours. So we would have been late because we had to go to Bloodsport yeah. uh, in uh, Kenner, uh, Louisiana. So anyways... I uh, I take a plane. I leave Green Mountain. I say, hey, we're going to meet you in New Orleans. Take a plane to St. Louis. When I'm in St. Louis, I have five hours to kill. Jesus, so I go and as a degenerate. I am. I decide to go to the casino. Okay. So I spend five you hours. Yeah. I, me. I, listen. When it comes to casinos, I know where there's pretty much a casino in any state. So New Orleans. I go to the Montana. Montana. Uh, there's one right outside of Browning. Preston. Anyways, so I go to <laughs> I go to uh, St. Louis. And I play poker for five hours. I get back on the plane. And then I go from St. Louis to St- Tampa. Now, when I get to Tampa, uh, they changed my gate. So I had a different gate on the ticket. I acknowledge that I had a different gate on the ticket. But I did not do anything about it. I stayed by the wrong gate. Finally, at the last minute, they're like, last call for last passengers to go on Tampa. Now, if you've ever taken Southwest, you would know that it's choose your own seat. They don't have seat arrangements. You just choose your own seat. So I'm one of the last people to get on the plane. Now, the plane's very light. But when I get on the plane, I don't know if it's you know it's like a three-by-three three thing. Mm-hmm. So all the the aisle seats and all the window seats oh, are taken. Of course. So I go up and down, and I look kind of in the back. And I didn't see it, but uh, Drew Gallows was on the flight. And he was sitting in the very, very back. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do it with that. Drew Gall- but, You mean Drew McIntyre? See, I screwed okay. up again. Drew McIntyre. I said Luke Gallows, and I messed up. But anyways, Drew McIntyre was on the plane. And I noticed, I said to myself, because I used to be a flight attendant, I'm like, well... Every seat is taken in the two-by-two two things except for the middle seat. So if I have to sit in the middle, I'm going to sit in the emergency exit because it has the most leg room the most Smart space. Choice, yeah. So I said, that's what I'm going to do. So I run to the emergency uh, exit row, and there's two people sitting there. And I walk up to the first guy who's sitting in the aisle seat, and I said, excuse me, I'm going to sit here. And as soon as I pass him, all of a sudden I see in the corner of my eye Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Oh, no way. Right? And I'm not like surprised. I, knew the, I saw the photos. But I'm, yeah. Well, obviously, I did that after. But I did. Anyways. So I see him. And I'm just like, oh, my God. What do I do? And mind you now, I've been up for at least 20 hours. So I'm like tired as hell. And I'm trying was to see comp- the guy you passed in the, on the aisle or see he in the window seat? He was sitting at the window seat. So the guy passed in the aisle. So it's like, hey, excuse me, sir. And I go, uh, And I'm like, oh, crap. Nice. So I sit down. And then I hear Ricky go to the other guy. See, I knew, uh, I thought we were going to have you know this area by ourselves, but I guess we're not so lucky. And I look dick. at him. What dick. Yeah. So he says that. So I look at him, and I'm like, I know who you are. And he's like, excuse me? I'm like, sir, I just want you to know this is an honor to sit next to you. I know who you are. And he goes, oh, thank you. And he sits down, and I look at him more or less, and I say, hey, do you mind if I get a selfie with you real quick? And I never take selfies. I hate my yeah. damn face. So I said. I hate your face, that. too. Right. So he says to me, Well, when we get off the airport, uh, can we do that there? And I was like, Sure. And all of a sudden, he looks at me. He's like, you know what? Let's just do it now. So I take a quick selfie with him. Mm-hmm. And then I see his hand. And I see that beautiful Hall of, ring, Hall of Fame ring on his hand. And I said, do you mind if I take a picture of your Hall of Fame ring? And He goes, sure. So I took a picture of his ring. And that's when I had the idea. I was like, why don't I post the ring first and to get people start guessing? Okay. And little did I know, it says 2009 on it. Oh. So if, so Rich, when I posted it, Rich was the first one who was like, well, there's only one guy from 2009 that looks like that hand. And he said, "Ricky Dragon, Steamboat," and I was like, "Wow, it's a pretty good How guess." How do the hands look like? I have no idea, but Rich, Rich figured it out like immediately. Of course he would. So, anyways, I'm sitting next to him, and I'm just like, you know, man, and I, and then this is me, like I'm like trying to chill out, but I was up for 20 hours, and I start fanboying. I'm like, you know, I gotta say something to you. You know that uh, Macho Man Randy Savage match. You know everyone talks about it, but you know I gotta say it's a great match. He's like, yeah, yeah, everyone knows that. And he's reading a car magazine, and he's reading about engines. So I'm like. And I look at him again. I'm like, "Oh, you like you like cars," and, he, and I'm like, "You know, John Cena likes cars," and I just I just start spitting I'm shit cool. out of my ass, and I'm yeah. I'm trying to stop myself, but I'm like tired, but I'm like fanboying the hell out. So I start talking to him like, "You know, John Cena has a YouTube channel, and he talks about cars and he shows all his cars. So you and John Cena, have I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah," and I'm just like. You know, I'm a really cool dude. Uh, I'm going to give you the respect that you need because I know we're going to have like a two-hour flight. And, you know, I'm going to you know, let you be so, you know, you can sleep and relax, whatever. And then I look at him again and I go, so what's your favorite oh, match? This is, this is good. So what's your favorite match that uh, no one ever talks about that you wish people talked about? Okay. He looks at me and he says, didn't you just say yep. that you were going to leave me alone for the next two hours and let me just rest and enjoy my flight? And he said this like very angry. Oh, I could, I could, I like he was around. pissed, oh, okay. and I looked at him. I'm like, "Yo, I'm so sorry, sir. It means to bother you, and whatever." Then there's a big pause, and he goes, "Well, I've had a lot of favorite matches," <laughs> and then he answers oh. the question. Okay, and he just said, "I had a lot of favorite matches, and you know, you know, there's a lot of matches that haven't been televised that I liked, and you know, uh, it just happens it is what it is." So right away, I grab like the Sky Mall, whatever they call those magazines that they have, and I just pull out the magazine and I go to the Sudoku, and I'm like. I'm going to do this Sudoku puzzle. And like I was like, I'm just going to do this puzzle to look like I'm not paying attention to him because we just had some heat. So I started doing the puzzle. It took me about 20 minutes to do the puzzle, but I was like, I'm not giving up. I want to show him like I'm not paying attention. So we go through the two-hour flight. He finishes reading his car magazine. And I noticed that he's constantly uh, has his own little Ziploc bag, and he's eating peanuts and pretzels and whatnot, and he loves this stuff. So I mind his business. He orders a Coke Zero, and I order a uh, regular Coke. Long story short, whatever, we don't talk for the entire two hours. I, you know, I mean, I help him out and whatnot, but more or less, we don't talk. Finally, but the plane lands, and we're taxing. And you know when you're on a plane, you can hear the engines revving really loud? Yeah. So I was like, don't even talk to them when the engines. The second the engines die down... Then I start saying, uh, so, Mr. Steamboat, are you going to be at WrestleCon? He goes, yeah, I'm actually going to be at WrestleCon Thursday and Friday. And then he says to me, so what do you think about John Cena? I was like, eh, I kind of like John Cena as a person, but I don't like him as a character. I right? boom And he goes, what do you think about The Rock? And I'm like, oh, my God, this guy's trying to turn this shit around on me. He started asking me yep. questions. Good man. Right? So then um, I tell him, you know, whatever I think about The Rock. And then he asked me about the women. I'm like, yeah, I like the women a lot more than the men. The women are always outperforming the men. And then I look at him and I say, I just want you to know, sir, I've been up for like 20 hours. I started my trip in, New- in Newark and I went to St. Louis and I went to Tampa. And now we're flying to New Orleans and I'm just really tired and I apologize if I offended you. But you really are starting my WrestleMania moment. And thanks to you, I can remember why I went through this whole trip. He looks at me right in the face. You know what he says? Call me Ricky. Ooh. And I was like, got him. So then uh, we bullshit a little bit, and as soon as we get off the plane, Lainey Puffle is at the the gate because he was on the plane too. Okay, and then Ricky goes, "Hey, Lainey, do you know my friend Jeff?" And I'm like, "My friend Jeff?" I was like, "Holy crap!" He's calling me my friend, and before you know it, I'm like walking down uh, the terminal with Lainey to the to the baggage claim, and now I'm hanging out with Lainey for about five minutes, and Lainey's like talking to me about you know his poetry and whatnot and i tell him that uh i i serve in the uh the armed services and he starts reading me some sh- some some, s- some shtick from ronald reagan cool. and he was like you don't know this anywho at the end basically laney leaves me i see ricky again i say goodbye to him and uh get his number i didn't get his number but he was like a little bit you get a little- well he basically was like uh if you're at wrestlecon i'll see you there okay. so then I went to WrestleCon two days later. We'll, we'll just fast forward everything. Right? We Please. went to WrestleCon. This is, this is all the Ricky story. And I see him and I'm like, oh, Ricky, how are you doing? And I give him a bag. And inside the bag, I have two bags of trail mix. And he starts laughing at me. He's like, oh, thanks, dude. Did and he remember you? He, of course he remembered me. So it costs 40, 40 bucks to meet him. So with $40, you get something signed and you get a picture uh, holding the Intercontinental belt, which I have. So, oh, you guys saw that? So he gave me the, the DVD and the DVD said, nice uh, flight, Ricky, Dragon, Steamboat. So So he remembered that. And then uh, I went up to him again. I said, I really want to appreciate this time that you're giving me oh as God. I remind okay. you. Well, I said, as a remind you, you know, you're, you're my big WrestleMania experience. And then he was like, you know what? Usually uh, it costs more to get a, a glossy, but I'll give you a glossy for free. You know, Whoa, So what? he gives me a glossy and I picked the NWA championship. Which, on the side note, I left it in my hotel room, and I left it on the table because I didn't want to bend it or anything. So, after WrestleMania, I I, uh, roomed with Green Man. And what does Green Man do? He takes a shower, and he puts his wet towel on top of the glossy. I didn't tell Green Man this, and now the glossy's folded and bent. But it's it's still good, but the wetness caused the okay. glossy to fold yeah, in. That's easy. Just put it in a fucking sleeve. Yeah. So hopefully it will flatten out again. But Frame I, it or put it in a sleeve. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully that'll flatten out. But I was just like, I saw it, and I was like, oh my god, green. But I didn't tell him because I was like, you know what? We went through so much together that he doesn't need to hear me bitch about some fucking glossy that I got for free. Anyway. He does. He, he does. He should. Right. All the shit
1: he gave you. He gave you. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So, anyways, after WrestleMania, uh, I had a friend who works for JetBlue, and she was trying to get me home. And everywhere, yeah, she was. huh? Yeah, she was. Oh yeah. she's trying to get me home. So, basically, I had to take a flight from uh, New Orleans back to Tampa because I couldn't get a flight out of New Orleans because everything was full because there was a storm in the area. Okay. So, I decided to wait at the Hilton Hotel, which is the hotel airport. While I'm at the hotel airport, because I had, like, two hours to kill, I'm charging my phone. and I go, oh, crap. I have, like, 30, 40 minutes to get to my flight. Let me run back to the airport. As soon as I get outside, you know who I see? Kane and Goldust getting out of a shuttle. And, you know, they're getting out. All of a sudden, I see Kane, and I look him straight in the eye. I said, listen, sir, I don't want to bother you. I just want to take some candid photos of you. Can I do that? He gives me the dirtiest fucking look and just walks away from me. And then I look at Goldust. I'm like, do you mind if I take a photo of you? He looks at me and just walks away again. So I get a photo of, like, Kane's back, and I get a picture of Goldberg. I mean, Goldust. And I just jet, and I run back to the airport. Now, little did I know... Because I'm so dumb because we missed the, the dark match, which was uh, the oh, Andre the Giant. Yeah. Kane and Goldust were in that thing. So I didn't know why the hell they were at the airport hotel. I guess they weren't doing Raw and they just wanted to be near the airport to get out. And also Kane is uh, running for mayor. mayor. So I guess he's trying to keep a low profile. Cause, uh, right? Because as far as I know, he's not even going to the Royal Rumble, the greatest Royal Rumble match. You do time for that. It's fucking Kane. Yeah. Too old. They don't, they're not going on Bourbon Street. Yeah. They're
1: not fucking hanging out on bars and bar hopping. They're quiet. Yeah, exactly.
0: They're like, you know, we got our things to do, and he's trying to keep himself minimum and professional, I guess, throughout through, because last thing well, he, he just, needs is dirty stories, uh, a dirty laundry airing about him for his mayorship. He could have took a picture, though. He could have. He's but, for mayor. got to be friendly. I mean, I could have pulled out the I'm in the military card, but I was just like, sure. you know what? I, sh- I don't need to do that. That be awkward. Yeah. Long story short. Well, basically, long story short, that was... Oh, short? That- well, I kept it as short as I could. Okay. That's what happened uh, from a WrestleMania trip, let, let alone I didn't talk about the gambling. If we talk about the gambling, I have a few more stories about that. How was Bloodsport and uh, Spring Break? So Bloodsport, uh, we get we get to New Orleans the day of Bloodsport. Now, again, we were up for now 24 hours. Mm-hmm. We get to our hotel. We're staying at the dirtiest Econo Lodge I've ever seen in my life in Kenner. So you get when Green Man books a trip. Yeah, yep. that's what happened. But no, it was, it was for, listen, for $160, this is what you get. Mm-hmm. What yep. do you expect? Right. And even Greenman said it, it's like you know if we actually uh, decided to use our money, we would have a pleasant trip. And I was like, well, then I wouldn't have the experience of seeing all these dudes. Which, by the way, uh, when I get off the plane, you love seeing dudes. Uh, Drew McIntyre gets off the plane, and what does Green Man do? He fucking beelines to yep. Drew McIntyre, and he's like, "Yo, I gotta get a picture with Drew." I'm like, "Dude, our Uber's here." He's like, "Nah, bro, I gotta get a picture with Drew." So he made me and the Uber driver wait for five minutes. Jesus! And I was just like, "Do you we'll even like you Drew?" That. He's like, "I kind of like Drew." I'm like, "Do you like him enough that you had to bother him for a photo?" Like, see, I like Drew enough to do that, but I wouldn't. Uh, okay, you like. I personally don't like Drew enough to to take a photo, but I like Ricky enough that I had to sit next to him for two hours. Yeah. But anyways, uh, so we get to the hotel And we literally have like three hours So I take like a two hour nap Take a shower and then we go to Bloodsport I have no idea I have no idea what I signed up for All I know is is Green Man says uh, Through BCW they got us a table And we're going to promote BCW and Shadow Wrestling there Uh, I have no idea what's going on And before you know it, I'm like, where are the ropes? Mm. I have no idea that there's no ropes in Bloodsport Yeah, I heard about this Yeah, And then uh, Steve Steve from the Bullies looks at me, and he's like, you didn't know there was no ropes in this match? I was like, I have no idea what the hell's going on. He's like, you ever seen the movie Bloodsport? And I was like, yeah, that's what's going on tonight. So I look like a dumbass. No, you
1: don't. Yeah. You're being condescending. Yeah. You every right to say what you said? Yeah. Don't worry about it. I got you back on that one. Okay.
0: So basically, I watch Bloodsport, and I'm seeing dudes that are wrestlers. Like, I saw that uh, when we went to standalone. Remember uh, Joe Gacy's main event? He went against some uh, English guy? Yeah, yeah. So the English guy's in Stolen, the match. right? Is what was his name? Stone. Okay, Stone. Okay. I'm really poor, and I'm. But by the way, I am standing next to Joe Gacy, and I say to him, "Hey, isn't that the dude you fought at Standalone?" He's like, "Yep." And he's doing like a uh, shoot. They're doing like shoot fighting. They're like doing shoot kayfabe fighting. putting each other in holds. putting each other in like uh, submission moves. And I'm just like, I have no idea what's going on. Thank God. Uh, it lasted for like two and a half hours. Finally was done, and we bounced out of that joint. Now, again, I am no disrespecting Bloodsport. I just didn't know what the hell I was getting yeah. into. Okay. And then the next night was uh, Joey Janela's Spring Break. Two. It's two. Yeah. So, one, two. Uh, again, uh, I sat in, in the back, and I sat next to Mike... Oh, I can't think of the guy. Quackenbush? Huh? Quackenbush? Quackenbush, Quacken thank you. He was the uh, co-founder of... Uh, Chippewa, what's it? Shakara, uh, Shakara wrestling, Chicago, yeah, Shakara, Chicago, Shakara wrestling, what? and uh, I spent twenty minutes talking to Mike Quackenbush, and I befriend him. I buy his book, and supposedly he was like, "Look, anytime you you want to do a booking, uh, I'll happily uh, do a booking on your podcast." So we have Mike Quackenbush in the books. All we have to do is make contact. Yes, we do. Spoiler alert. S- yeah, stay so, tuned. And, so and like. in, in return, I bought his book. And he was like, that sealed the deal. I was like, once I bought his book, he was like, all right, keep in touch. I'm definitely in. Yeah, Did I read it? Yeah. I left it in Green Man's bag, and he brought it back to New York, so I don't even know where that damn book is. Oh, he'll he'll probably he has there. it. Hopefully, he read it before me. And his book, by the way, it's pretty interesting. It's about how to succeed in pro wrestling. Yeah, he's definitely, definitely reading that then. Yeah. So, this and is your second WrestleMania. It was my second WrestleMania. How was it? Um, I would have to say WrestleMania itself. It was. It, it is what it was. I best- enjoyed everything up to uh, Ronda Rousey. Uh, what was it, Ronda Rousey, Triple H, this match. After that match, I kind of felt like WrestleMania kind of went downhill. You like this match. After this match, it went downhill. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Mm -hmm. So I thought the booking, everything up to this match was great because everything I predicted was wrong. And if that happens, then I know I'm looking at a great wrestling match. And when you do the things that I don't expect, it was great booking. Like I remember, uh, what was it? The the four way, the fatal four way with Ginger Mahal. Mm-hmm. When Jinder Mahal won, I was like, I was surprised that Ginger won. I thought it was going to be like someone like uh, who? Who else was in there? It was Randy Orton, Rusev, B- Rusev, Jinder, and who was the fourth guy? Bobby Roode. Bobby Root, Yeah. Well, I guess. But I was surprised Jinder, They gave Ginger the U.S. Uh, championship too.
1: We're watching WrestleMania here on the big screen. Yeah.
0: Which again, Triple H with his stupid motorcycle entrance. Oh, it's
1: just okay, stupid. I thought this was badass. I love think his entrances. Yeah. I, just, I didn't notice uh, it was all smoking hot chicks drive the motorcycles. That's even hotter.
0: Yeah. Well, I, my only takeaway about this is that, you know, this was the Undertaker's entrance and he basically stole it. Oh, Jesus. You know remember, yeah, which, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, Anyways, yeah. Anyways. Asshole. All right. So basically, yeah, I'm done about uh, talking about me. Now let's talk about everything else. Let's talk about everything that you guys uh, experienced as wrestling fans. And let's talk about this week in uh, wrestling. I'm sorry. Who, who runs the show? You do. Yeah. All right, well, I yeah. thought we were done, done talking about. We're done talking about. Let's get into some news. There we go. It's in the news with Michael J.
1: Putty. All right, Jeff. The wrestling world is saddened to learn that the passing of Bruno San Martino at the age of 82, the two time champion, passed away at his home in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, following a hospitalization. Yeah, as we all know by now, he held the WWF World Heavyweight Champion for over 11 years, 4,000 days. Of course, two reigns, the longest-lasting 2,803 days. it would never be broken. Mm -hmm. It was different different business back then.
0: But then you also have to remember they had matches like once every three months or something. Once every three
1: months. It was territorial. Yeah.
0: Of course. By the way, did you see that uh, at MSG, they put his name up in the marquee? Which they rightfully do so because they made he made MSG a lot of money in his heyday.
1: Yeah, I think he sold it out for like a record. Yeah, God, you can check it out at shadowwrestling. com. So it. I,
0: I appreciate that MSG acknowledges the amount of money that he made them that they put him up on the marquee during his passing. So MSG is
1: class act because when Bret Hart was diagnosed with cancer, they did the same thing. Like, oh, really? Best wishes, Bret Hart.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful that they understand that you know wrestling is a great commodity for mm. their. Yeah, well, it used arena. to be until they raised the rent too damn high and then. <laughs> Oh, well, uh, there we go. The rent's too damn yeah. high.
1: <laughs> the man himself tweeted, one of the finest men I knew in life and in business, Bruno San Martino, proved that hard work can overcome even the most difficult of circumstances. He will be missed. Hashtag RIP living legend. Of course, one of his good friends and WWE Hall of Famer Arnold Schwarzenegger also paid his respect. Bruno San Martino was a legend. He was an American dream personified from his childhood in Italy, hiding from the Nazis to selling out Madison Square Garden. Here we go. 188 times as the biggest star in professional wrestling. He was a hero in every stage of his life.
0: Now, it's funny uh, we talk about Bruno real quick. I know we were supposed to leave this at the end, but real quick about the Andre the Giant documentary. He was mentioned uh, by Hulk Hogan because – how did Hulk Hogan become Hulk Hogan? Because he was supposed to be for the Irish because Bruno was the Italians. Mm-hmm. So when, I forgot what he kept saying was they had very – back in the day, they had wrestlers for ethnicity, and Bruno was the Italian wrestler. Hulk That's Hogan so was the Irish wrestler. I think Andre was just – Hulk was Irish? They, they, they booked him as an Irish wrestler. Really? I was surprised too, and then you found out he just became the real American. Of
1: course, Vince McMahon and Bruno had a long history of feuding. Yeah, I was going to ask though. you:
0: Do you know the story of why they were, had a falling out? Uh, no, I looked it up. But I just don't recall offhand. Okay, because I don't know it personally either. But I know that. Um, but more or less, it's about money. I would assume.
1: So I didn't really know much about Bruno Santino growing up, but it was a privilege to be there at Madison Square Garden when he was inducted to the Hall of Fame.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I can, I can have that on my resume. I saw right. Bruno Santino getting inducted to the Hall of oh, Fame. Oh, you were there. Yeah, we're there Fantastic. Alive.
0: Okay, at least you got that, yeah. yeah.
1: So that's a... And
0: I heard it was, uh, I remember it was Triple H who reached out to Bruno.
1: Yeah, he was the one who uh, kind of smoothed the waters and bur- uh, mended that bridge.
0: Yeah. Triple H is great. I got mixed feelings about Triple H. I don't
1: know, see how you can do that.
0: I don't want to go into it. Let's move to other news. Okay.
1: <laughs> More sad news. Hmm. John Cena and Nikki Bella announced they were officially splitting up. I don't know if that's and sad news. We I didn't now now. After being together for
0: six years. So you're saying I have a shot? We all have a shot now with Nikki. I heard. Now I don't mean to, you know, overcome this story. Yeah, John sure. Cena had a clause. Did you hear about this? Probably he had like a what, he had, he, seventy-eight page contract or something. You, you know about like when you watch? You remember when when the Miz made fun of him? Yeah. When he's like, uh, nobody leaves without letting me know. Everybody's gonna be yeah, going that was a,
1: that was a season premiere of Total Bellas. Yes. Yeah.
0: And he was giving all those ground rules about living yeah. in his house. Yep. So he had a clause that the second that we separate, you got to get the f out of my house.
1: Absolutely. Totally agree with that. I don't. I don't hurt my fucking house.
0: Yeah. So basically, now she, you know, she's got all. She's more than likely going back to Arizona and 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 fucking with.
1: She has her own own house in San Diego. So that's right. He bought her with
0: the real estate. Yeah. So at least he's got that. I think, and I bet you, he purposely bought that house in San Diego for situations like this.
1: Probably. John Cena's kind of an asshole. Yeah. Uh, The couple released a statement to Us Weekly saying, "And I quote: While this decision was a difficult one, we continue to have a great deal of love and respect for one another." We that? you respect our privacy during this time in our lives.
0: I heard. I heard he got cold feet. And that's why uh, this whole situation was done. You know this is all John Cena, not Nikki.
1: Well, according to UsMagazine.com, they spoke to an inside source which tells them it was Nikki Bella who made the decision to end the relationship between her and John Cena. But the people over at People.com, they also have their own inside sources. They say John Cena was the one who ended the relationship. I and be- Nikki's the one who's hard I
0: believe. That now that John Cena is becoming a movie star, which I saw Blockers while I was on WrestleMania weekend, which I, I think everybody should see. It was not a bad movie. That now that he's becoming a movie star, that he's like, oh, new pussy's opening up. I, I hate to say it I, like that. I heard the
1: report that she kind of felt she was getting the impression the of wedding planning, the wedding coming up, mm-hmm. that he just did it out of pity. Mm. And she didn't want to m- get married to someone out of pity. Ah, That's she, good, too. Like so, She put
0: her ego and she was like, you know what? My pride says I shouldn't take this vow.
1: No, no one's really happy about this, Brie Bella. Why? Because her sister now gets a chance to be a mother,
0: be a wife. Oh, you mean like how Brie's like, "Yo, I'm stepping up," and you're still in the sidelines. Nikki Bella wants kids. John Cena didn't. Mm-hmm. Well, watched, yeah, that, that watched, I knew.
1: If you watch Total Bella's and Total
0: Titas. Uh, I, I stopped watching line. after like season three. I tried to keep up, but too much of that kayfabe storylines just just turned me off.
1: Kayfabe storylines. This is all real. Like this is a reality show. It's a reality show. It's all, it's show. all real. You, yeah. Okay. Right? So what are you okay. talking okay. about? Okay. Uh huh. <laughs> So, uh Nikki Bella at Michael J Party hit me up. <laughs> he is
0: available, ladies.
1: The Greatest Roy Rumble is coming up soon. Tickets to the Greatest Roy Rumble are were originally going on sale months ago, but were delayed. According to the Wrestling Observer, the process of ticket sales and seating has been
0: a huge disaster. I, I will say this on the side note that they got me. Because I was about to cancel the network because I only had a two free months. Okay. But because okay, of the yeah. Greatest World Rumble, I was like, you know what? Let me hold it for another month. So they got me.
1: In an attempt to sell the stadium, which has never been done before for sports, WWE is selling tickets between $2.70. Say word. To $5.30 U.S. dollars. There's also a VIP low-level seating area that is selling about $80 United States. But the seats are only allowed for Saudi General Sports Authority President Turkey uh, and his colleagues. I agree. I like his name. Yeah. Say that name again? Uh, Turkey. Uh. <laughs> but however, here's a catch. Here's a caveat. Oh, here we go. In addition, they're only selling two ticket options mm. one for bachelor men like ourselves, mm-hmm. and another for families.
0: Where's this? In uh, Radijuwa again?
1: Uh, uh, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. What I think it's Jeddah. The,
0: the, the, oh, Jeddah. Okay. For the
1: family option, it must include at least one female. Of course, the bachelor ticket sold out, only leaving the family option. Mm hmm. But no one has females to go with.
0: And you know when the females show up, they got to show up in like veils, or they have to yeah, like just the eyes. Really, yeah. So now people are
1: writing to complain. Good luck with that. I hope you guys get your thing. But if they want, if they want this thing to sell out,
0: they got to get rid of this whole stupid rule. But I'll tell you what. If I had the option, I if I had the option, I definitely would fly to Saudi Arabia. I think it's oh, worth. I think it's worth checking out. I told you a
1: couple weeks ago. I said in the air, I was part of history. I was part of the greatest Royal Rumble of all time. Forty men in Boston. Oh yes. So now I feel like I, I'm missing out. No, they just plus ten year ass. Yeah, <laughs> some bitches. But uh, it should be a good show. I'm looking forward to it. I'll be at work, so I can't watch it.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? The best thing is, if you miss it, you still got the network. The so network, yeah. And that's why I said that's how they got me. But speaking of the
1: greatest Royal Rumble oh, of yes. all time, WWE announced that Rusev is now back in the casket match, replacing Chris Jericho, who originally replaced Rusev.
0: Let me tell you. Did you know if you fell asleep for two days, you wouldn't even know this story happened? No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was just like. Rusev's out. I mean, you would know
1: because Rusev posted on Twitter a throwback Thursday of a post of the Undertaker for Chris, uh, Chris Jericho,
0: which, by the way, was hilarious. You showed, you showed that to yeah. me. That was. I'm telling you, Rusev has a great sense of humor.
1: I know. I don't know why. What was the reasoning behind this? I know they felt like Chris Jericho could deliver a better match, but then why give up and go back to Rusev?
0: Now you know the storyline because TMZ supposedly got involved because they Lana. interviewed uh, so, Rusev yeah. and Lana and basically what Lana and Rusev said was misconstrued because TMZ wrote an uh, old ass. They said old ass, and Michelle McCool got wind of that, supposedly. But then Michelle McCool claimed I was in kayfabe, so bite me if you think it's yeah, The That whole thrill. thing felt kayfabe. Yeah. I was wondering why the switch and why going back but then, but then Jericho posted when he had the match for those two days, he says, you know, I'm going to kick Undertaker's ass, and he just eliminated the old part. If mm. you look at his Twitter, he's like, "I'm ready to kick Undertaker's ass." Well, he's, so he's, it's, he's old. It is what it is. But I just thought it was funny how Jericho was just like, "Yo, I'm gonna, you know, snipe in on this fucking heat," and then before you knew it, uh, it got brought, turned around, and it was, uh, yeah, why? It's weird stuff. It's some politics. I guarantee you, some politics because Rusev keeps claiming that he wants to leave, and I think he threatened to leave, and that's why they brought him back in, even though he's going to get buried, literally. He literally is going to get buried. There's no way Rusev is going to win this match. But it's a good match to be a part of. Yeah. I understand. agree. I think it's going to be great to watch. And I'd be surprised if it goes past five minutes because yeah, no, how no how can Rusev and, and Undertaker go five minutes when John Cena and Undertaker didn't go five minutes?
1: They went two minutes something.
0: Yeah. Did, if you look at the time spot... The the freaking lead up to the walk in and and John Cena going, Are you coming on Undertaker? was longer than the match itself.
1: Absolutely. Not surprised. In other news, Harry Smith, the son of David Boy Smith, is wanted by the police after throwing coffee in Jake the Snake Robert's face at WrestleCon. What? Were you there? You went to WrestleCon. Were I went
0: there. to WrestleCon on Sunday. The Sunday morning right know, before WrestleMania. I
1: don't know this was on uh, April seventh.
0: So WrestleMania was April. This 8th. was Friday. Yeah. Or April ninth was it April eighth or ninth? Whatever date WrestleMania was.
1: The incident took place as Jake was signing autographs. A representative for the Nolens Police Department gave us this statement. The NLPD is investigating a simple battery incident that occurred on April 7, 2018, in the 500 block of Canal Street. The victim told police that around 11 a.m. he was signing autographs at the location where he was approached by the known subject, later identified as Harry Smith. The victim told the police he attempted to shake his hands, at which time a verbal argument ensued. Smith then allegedly threw a cup of coffee in the victim's face, and fled the scene. No major injuries reported by the victim.
0: All right, the only thing I have to add is I went to WrestleCon on Sunday. Jake the Snake was there. Uh, mm. Jake the Snake was, he had his own little corner spot. So if you ever go, if you ever go into WrestleCon or if you've been there, he had his own little spot on the, so like if you go down a row, mm-hmm. he was at the corner. So Jake the Snake was considered, I guess, a highlight player. And uh, he looked fine to me. He was looking chill. In an interview, the former WWE Tag Team champion admitted to throwing the coffee saying that Roberts
1: refused to apologize for comments made about his father Ooh. in various podcasts. Not this one.
0: Okay. So that's basically what happened is basically Jake the Snake said some unwelcome comments about his father, yeah. Davey Boy, and DH did not appreciate that. But then
1: Roberts told him to fuck off <laughs> and refused to leave the venue and settle it with a fight. Ooh. But after throwing the coffee, Smith said that Jake and his daughter were acting inappropriate and they wanted to start a scene.
0: Speaking of his daughter, I didn't recall seeing her there on Sunday because I remember what she looks like because I saw her on what was that documentary? Uh, Beyond the Mat. She was on oh, Beyond what? the Mat. Okay. I saw, that. I didn't see her. Yeah, she was on there because she talks about how her her and her father were estranged. I guess since that was nineteen ninety nine, it's now to twenty eighteen. Their relationship's probably gotten stronger. You hope so. I would hope so, especially since he's you know been trying to sober up, clean up, and trying to be a better man. So I'll keep you updated with that.
1: Yeah. Other news. The WWE
0: issued an emergency restraining order against a fan
1: after he wiped feces across the performance center walls.
0: I'm surprised it wasn't Green Man or a Slick Dick. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is... what did Green Man do now? I know, right? The like, like second you hear a smearing poop, you're like, Green Man, was that you? No, I didn't hear that. Is it a restraining order against the fan? I'm like, Oh, oh restraining order against the fan, that's, that's fair. Armando Alejandro Matarvelo has def- been identified definitely... as the culprit. Yeah, he definitely looks like that. When you see his face, uh, he looks exactly like his name. No disrespect to or racism, but yeah. No, he's not.
1: Uh, He's been arresting the company for and staff since 2015. Court reports acquired by TMZ Sports said that Montavello... Montalavo? I can't pronounce this guy's name.
0: He has no respect, so who cares how we say his name?
1: Smeared his feces on the Performance Center in July 2015 and showed up days later wearing various wrestling costumes, which I'm curious to see what they look like. In March 2018, he appeared at the live event in Orlando screaming... My new wrestling nickname is Generation Flex because my dick and my balls are bigger than Generation X. Blah, blah. Okay. He also threatened to use other bodily fluids, if you know what I mean, in other attacks. The poop? No. Oh. Come? Yeah.
0: woo um, means That means he had to work that shit up. <laughs> including one
1: incident where he was subdued by gunpoint by police. So despite this restraining order, he's still attacking the uh, various wrestlers on social
0: medias. You guy's it's a loser. All I have to say is, fuck this guy. He's Listen, dude, whoever you are, bro, you're fucking it up for the rest of he us. He has a cool name, Armando Alejandro. Your something. name is Go Fuck Yourself, Wasn't you that Omaga's,
1: Wasn't that Omaga's manager?
0: No, that was uh, A-B-A-D-R you're talking about? No,
1: Armando Alejandro Estrada, Estrada. Estrada, okay. Anyway, off topic. How do you take your own feces and smear it on something?
0: I'm a big fan of the TV show Oz from back in the day from HBO. Okay. And they would call this a fucking cocktail. But, again, these guys were in solitary confinement. So this guy was not in solitary, solitary no. confinement. So I don't no. understand how he had the time or the audacity to p- create this type of uh, cocktail and smear it around. Ugh. Actually, no, What was Alvarez. So if you watch Oz, it was Alvarez who started smearing his poop on the walls in solitary. Um, spoiler alert. Uh, nobody watches Oz. In the earlier this week, Vader posted an update on his health. Oh, yeah. After
1: being... After undergoing heart surgery, and I quote, I am officially out of the hospital and in rehab. It's a long road back from here to the ring. Wish me luck. Like the man said, I kicked out at two. That gosh darn, thank you to everyone and thank you Jesus. I'm a lucky man.
0: Do you think, you know, now that he just got through heart surgery that he's kind of weak that if I went up to him and called him Leon that he wouldn't have the strength to punch me in the face? No, he's still your ass. Yeah, probably. All right.
1: So that's all well and good. However, that was earlier in the week. Later in the week, he posted another update. Damn, I have bad news. I'm back in the hospital. <laughs> Pain is through the roof. And they say I have pneumonia. I can't breathe, but I'm still fighting. Hashtag Vader
0: time. So I'm going to call him Leon White when I see him. He probably still kick your ass. I won't disagree with that. Yeah, I mean, keep going, Vader. I mean, keep fighting. He was told he's got two years to live, and he's still fighting. That, honestly, that really does suck. I'm yeah. a, I actually like Vader. And especially, I love saying his catchphrase, it's time, it's time, it's Vader time. I've never heard you say that once. i never heard you say that once. Hmm?
1: It's time, it's time, it's Vader time. I'm going to cut that out. There you go. So God God bless, good luck to Vader, and keep your thoughts and prayers.
0: A lot of respect for Vader, I really like you.
1: That was unbelievable. In other news, tattoo artist Catherine Alexander, you know who she is? Not a clue. She filed a lawsuit against WWE though. For what? And also 2K Games. The artist is claiming that WWE and video game maker 2K have used her tattoo designs, which she designed the tattoos of Randy Orton.
0: So how is... Oh, oh, look, look. oh Sorry. Sorry to sidetrack. I saw Dana White. But how is she going to sit there and say, if you're going to draw Randy Orton, right? Aren't you going to make Randy Orton look like Randy Orton? Because they they
1: depict Randy Orton with her tattoos without the permission of her designs.
0: She doesn't own those once she puts them on somebody.
1: The designs are trademarked by her since 2013. And she owns all the rights
0: and likenesses of those designs. So every time Randy Orton walks out on the ring, she gets a piece of him?
1: No, if they're using uh, video games.
0: Oh, okay. So they use it outside of wrestling. Because I was about to say that basically Randy Orton's a walking, uh, walking canvas well, if, for If her. you
1: play the video, uh, I guess only this game, uh, 2K, what, 18? hmm Somebody else, too, a while ago, but uh, Braun Strowman tattoos. Yeah. They block out the Superman. Okay. Because they don't have the rights to use that.
0: Superman, yeah. But when he walks out, they have no choice because that's on his body. Yeah,
1: live screen, it's a different story. It's, different, it's a different game. But in the video game world... You know what? I'm going to take, take a so. step
0: back because I don't understand the logistics of tattoos and the Copyright. idea of art. Copyright yeah. infringement. Yeah, it's a, exactly. It's a, touchy,
1: it's a very boring, touchy subject, but yeah. I think she has a case here. Mm-hmm. So, but when this first happened, she was offered $450 to use her likenesses in video games, and she refused. i was going to say. So what? they know yeah. they're they're fucking up. Mm-hmm. So this woman's. Well, that's what I'm saying. Once you
0: make that offer and it's documented, then that means you're admitting yep. that this person has ownership. So now you're in the. So there's a big your, payday coming her way. Yeah, she might get it four hundred and what six dollars? Four hundred seven? Never know. <laughs> maybe 450-50. So yeah, you know, you buy a
1: cup of coffee. In other news, uh, Booker T, you, you're a Raw guy.
0: Uh, definitely a Raw guy.
1: Lame. Booker T announced that he will be replacing Jonathan Coachman on Raw commentary. Oh. Coach later confirmed this, but on a tweet saying Booker T five-time is telling the truth. He'll be doing commentary Monday, but I have a feeling it's all for good reasons. Hashtag vision. Hashtag cross promotion.
0: Hashtag Corey Grays.
1: Thank you. I will be in Montreal. No worries. I'll tell people on my show all the time. You have to evolve with the times. There's a small way to do it. More different eyeballs on both shows. This is why I'm honored to work for the W.E. and the golf channel. Hashtag forward the, thinking. Wait,
0: wait, wait. Coachman's working on the golf channel? Apparently so. He's got that voice. I will give him that. He does. <laughs> Not the look, though. He doesn't have the look, <laughs> but he has the voice. He's like, you want to watch golf with Coachman? I, gu- I guess he'll get me. He would yeah. make it more interesting. Yeah. He has he
1: a has voice, like you said. It me yeah, he's working on
0: a golf channel. Yeah, you know, he wants to call those Tiger Wood matches. Yeah, Peel the microphone. He wants to call those Tiger Wood fights. Don't, don't yell to the microphone. Oh, he just, wants to call those Tiger Wood oh, fights. Pisses me off. So, yeah, if you like to Coachman for like myself, you'll be missing him this Monday. You like to coach? Honestly, he's not that bad. If the problem is. Does Booker T? I like Booker T because he's a wrestler and he knows how to talk about wrestling. Coachman, uh, his his thing is that he's been out of the game for so long that he tried to jump back in, but he just, you know, he needed a little more time. He needed a little more re-up. And he literally just jumped right in. As soon as he got dropped by uh, ESPN, boom, he came to WWE. He didn't get enough time to get caught up. Like half the wrestlers, he kind of always botches. He was like, who's this guy? Who's that guy? Or he gives him the wrong name. What was that one time where he called Elias, he called him Rhino? You remember that? No, I don't, I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. He called Rhino, He know? called Elias Rhino. I think you're mistaken. Uh, yeah, look it up. Where? It's on uh, Botchamania. I don't know what it is. Yeah, he called, he called, he called Elias Botchamania. He it. called Elias Rhino. I wonder why every time John Cena comes out, he shakes his hand, though. Eh, you know, it must be part of that whole Michael Cole thing. Okay. <sighs> Speaking of commentary. Yes. Dave Meltzer is reporting that WWE has
1: plans for a female talent to be added to either Raw or SmackDown, quote-unquote, eventually. On
0: commentary? Yeah. Initial rumors suggest it could be Beth Phoenix, <clears throat> Lita, or Renee Young. Maybe Lita, but definitely not Beth Phoenix. She did the Women's Battle World, She sucked. Yeah? I'm going to say she sucked. I think Lita, because she had that, uh, what was she doing, 205? Or she was doing NXT? The, the Mae Young Classic. Yeah, she did the Mae Young Classic. I think, I think Leah has a, Lita... Not Leah. Lita has a better insight than probably someone like Beth Phoenix. And I hate Beth Phoenix. As color. Because... As color, yes. But okay. as, as a play by play, Renee Young probably. definitely. Renee Young? Yeah. Definitely. My beef about uh, Beth Phoenix was her Hall of Fame speech. I don't know why she decided to spend half the Hall of Fame speech talking about her life. I mean, I get it. This Most def- of them do. Yeah, but I mean, no. But what I'm trying to say is, like, show a little respect. Like, give yourself 15, 20 minutes tops. Don't spend an hour. Have you watched the Hall of Fame at any time? Well, I did see that, that video. Are, I saw that, that, that photo that you took where, like, everybody left at the end. They just couldn't handle it.
1: Yes, because everyone spends time talking about their lives. They're, the moment is on the shine. Yeah. So don't don't hate her just doing what everyone else does because she's a woman. you sexist Sorry, pig. Sorry,
0: Beth. I'm still going to hate on you. Sexist fucking pig. I'm not a sexist, yeah, pig. I just, love, a sexist I, pig. I think uh, Lita is great. Netflix announced that the
1: hit ladies wrestling show, Glow, will return for a second 10-episode season on
0: June 29th. Have you watched Glow? I'm glad that you brought this up, because I've been saying forever that we need to review season one. I want to do a review of season one. I'm halfway through. I can't get past it. Really? You have to watch the... It was um, tough for me to get into. Who was is Mrs. NXT guy? AJ Riley? right? Uh, Yeah, I saw that episode. That was... I thought Riley. Oh, he's the best. He played his character so good. That was, and, and don't get me wrong. He was the inspiration, according to the show, of what started the whole Globe Movement. Because finally, the, the blonde realized, like, okay, I get it now. And the, it took AJ lungs? Riley for... was it, Is it AJ Riley? Yeah. Okay, I got his name right. No, Alex Riley. Alex Riley, right? Alex Riley took Alex Riley for the blonde to go, oh, so that's what wrestling's about. And that's why I thought Alex Riley played a really good part in the show.
1: Where I'm left off is when they're starting to get into the characters and the professional wrestling
0: business. Yes. So I said, this is season uh episode six, five. Mm-hmm. I just can't get back into it. You just gotta listen, I watched it all in one day I watched it all in one day and I really appreciated the show. I would love to do a review. Just like as I said, I want to do a review of uh what's what's that wrestling uh, uh reality series with the uh, Legends House. Legends House. I want to do a review of that too. Yeah, i am done for that. I like that. Yeah, we should make time for that. All right, moving on. Don't don't me what to do. Okay, let's talk about Legend's House real quick. Now. <laughs> let's move on. Uh, we
1: started the news with uh, the passing of Bruno San Martino. Once again, this is a circle yes. of life. Let's end on a happy note. W announced that NXT announcer Nigel McGuinness is proud new father of a baby girl called Amelia. Amelia! So, Congratulations you know, to know, him you and know, his family. Uh, God bless.
0: You know, one time uh, I was at a club, yes. and in the back I saw Amelia Estevez. And I kept screaming, Emilio! And uh, he didn't acknowledge me. That's not his name. Great way to ruin the ending of this news. Let's get you another beer.
1: It's a Raw and Smackdown Cheers and Heels. Let's do it.
0: A shot of wrestling presents Raw and Smackdown
1: here. And he. So like I mentioned in the top of the show, Jeff was a last minute replacement. You weren't prepared to do the show this tonight or even this week.
0: Mm. You didn't watch Ronald Smackdown. No, I didn't. By the way, who was I replacing?
1: Don't worry about it. It's not important. Okay, let's move on. You didn't miss anything. Both Ronald SmackDown talked. But I'm of course, it. the big news was a superstar shakeup. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, the shows are re- being rewritten. New life, new blood, new storylines, new rivalries. Let's get into what happens. Ginger Hall, The Riot Squad, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Zack Ryder, Breeze Dongo, Latalya, Dolph, Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, The Ascension, Bobby Roode, Mojo Raleigh, Mike Kanellis, and Chad Gable all went to Raw. Mike Kanellis is still on the roster? Good pickup. Good pickup. Yeah. I mean, Chad Gable, though, has a potential But is Sheldon? No. What the hell? So Chad Gable might have a, possibly a feuding with Jason Jordan. Okay. Or re-teaming with Jason Jordan.
0: Is Jordan cleared yet?
1: Not yet. Okay. Bobby Roode going to Raw is a big surprise. Yeah. Drew McIntyre is teamed up with Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Well, it makes sense. I mean, like, the whole point is, you know, everyone's talking about Dolph, about his contract. The rumors are he got a $1.5 million contract. And they're saying it's not true, so. Yeah, they're saying it's not true. But I guess, you know, they're like, hey, what can we do with him? Let's give him, who are we giving him again? Drew, uh, McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. Which, again, we saw him on the plane. The Ascension. I like the Ascension NXT. I didn't think it would work in the main roster.
1: It didn't. Some I'm hoping the new blood, the new energy at Raw, give these guys a chance. Wait, so the
0: Ascension's on Raw now? Yeah. But they got buried on SmackDown. They did. So I'm hoping they get some so, a new life. So basically, uh, hopefully they get new life or they're just tag team jobbers. They're just tag team jobbers. They were life. on SmackDown. Yeah, they were jobbers on, on SmackDown. But they
1: weren't. They were, the, they were the face of the division in NXT. That's right. So I'm hoping they get a they deserve
0: better than that. So I'm I do I it, it disappoints me when a, when a when a when a tag team like the Ascension, who's a hot team at NXT, yep. and the second they come on uh, the main roster, either Smackdown or Raw, in this case it was Smackdown, they literally were just jobbed right the F out. Just give them new life, give a new storyline, give them a purpose and hopefully
1: the Ascension can do something on Raw. Yeah, it would be nice to see though,
0: you know, honestly, it
1: would be nice to see the Ascension get over a little bit. Because nobody else here I think is going to do anything. Zack Ryder's not going to do anything. No. Breeze Dongo's not going to do anything.
0: I- I'll tell you My what, Mike isn't going to do anything.
1: Mojo Raw is not going to do anything.
0: About Breeze Dongo. Up- An up, up, down, down. They're doing. They're getting over great on up, up, down, down. Who? Xavier Woods' uh, YouTube channel about video games. Yeah, but Breeze Dongo, you said? Yeah.
1: Yeah, also the Ascension where Breeze Dongo's best friends and the whole Fashion Files stick. Mm-hmm. Which are joke. So I'm hoping they kind of separate and.
0: Well, now they're see they're getting too jokey because what is it? Uh, well, you said, oh, I don't want to go into SmackDown, but like at the moment, right? Cesaro and Sheamus have now been a joke, a joke tag team, and that's not fair to them. Are they?
1: They just well, lost the tag team champions. They were tag team champions.
0: That Braun Strowman with Nicholas.
1: That's not against Sheamus or Cesaro. It was them trying to push fucking Braun Strowman, who's been bearing the whole tag team division. Okay, for
0: m- weeks now. So. But all right, you know what? I don't want to go into it because I don't want to go into my politics.
1: Well, let's get into it, because going to SmackDown are Jeff Hardy with the U.S. title, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, Samoa Joe, Big Cass, Oscar, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, Sheamus is our R-Truth, and of course, The Miz.
0: So now The Miz is on SmackDown? Yes. I don't. I disagree with that wholeheartedly.
1: Also going to SmackDown from NXT are Andre Cien Almas, Selena Vega, so spoken hot, and Sanity, Eric Young, Alexander Wolfe, and Killian Dane.
0: Did you get the email within this week or four days ago of the glossy book? Like, if you didn't get the WrestleMania glossy book, they gave you an email PDF of it for free. No, no. Yeah, I got the email from, I guess, if you own the network, uh, they were like, hey, here's an email about the PDF for free, which, by the way, I got to look at it during WrestleMania because, uh, as you said, uh, Jen's cousin or whatever gave uh, John uh, two copies of it. So he was nice enough to let me look at the book. Mm-hmm. And I'm surprised that throughout Raw, SmackDown, they had only 48 and 48... Maybe, at best, 120 guys on the active roster between the two shows. Okay. Do you think that's fair? Yeah, it's more than enough. More than enough? Okay. Because I feel like there should be a lot more between the two, and that's including men and women. No, it's more than enough, because they barely use half the guys anyway. So I'm like, where are all these other guys? What other guys? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I don't just... I
1: just I'm it's just way too much. Cause like I said, half the people don't get used anyway.
0: Yeah. So... That's so funny. I feel like this shakeup, half the shakeup doesn't even make any sense because half the other guys are going to be on the wayside. I feel like oh absolutely. I feel like WWE is kind of bitter in the sense that we rather have you than let you go independent or go go as a free agent and and try to make your own way. Definitely, yeah. totally agree with that. Okay, that's all I wanted to add is that's my takeaway of this whole shakeup. It's just like hey, we're going to give you what uh, an eighty thousand at best, maybe a hundred thousand dollar contract, even though. More than half goes away from hotels and, and, and plane tickets and traveling. You know, you get to keep 50 at the end of the day, if not what you're paying if you have a manager or an agent. And uh, basically, they're just strongholding you from having the opportunity of making that Cody Rhodes money. Not many people can't make this Cody Rhodes money, though. I'm not saying everybody can make that Cody Rhodes money, but they're taking away the opportunity to see if you can get anywhere near that.
1: So when Jeff Hardy won the U.S. title on Raw, you know he's going to SmackDown.
0: Uh, won the Riot Squad with the Raw. You know, absolution is going to slow down. And wait. Let and me, let me time out on this. So, Jinder wins the U.S. title, and then he drops it to Jeff Hardy within two weeks. Let's get to our cheers and heels, I'm
1: going to heal Jeff Hardy winning the United States title for Jinder.
0: Because
1: he just won it. Yeah. He just won it. You bring it over to Raw, and then he loses it to fucking Jeff Hardy right I
0: away. I hate when they treat titles as hot potatoes. It's disgusting.
1: Well, now Jeff Hardy's defending the U.S. title against somebody at 50. Seth Rollins is defending the U.S. the IC title against a SmackDown guy at the 50. So maybe those titles will switch brands again. But I doubt seeing Jeff Hardy lose. You know he just got it because he's not. General. I think
0: that's the whole thing is that they have to bring. I think they want to keep IC at Raw and they want to keep U.S. at SmackDown. But I should be at SmackDown. I want to also heal. The Miz was just at the Raw um, SmackDown. I hundred percent heal that shit because he
1: Daniel Bryan saw his pull and Daniel Bryan wants Miz on SmackDown to review that. To re- reignite that rivalry.
0: That's fair. That is fair.
1: That's fair. But I healed it because the Miz Taraj is staying on Raw. What
0: the hell? So he's going to have to. Uh, he needs to... Now, remember, I talked about this many times before about the Sandow thing. About notice the second the, second the Miz Dow left the Miz. What happened to Miz Dow? He got released. This only means that Bo Dallas and Kurt. I don't see them getting released because they're second generation, but yeah. they were nobodies. When the, you know what they're going to be? That's, that's why the Miz picked them. They're going to be those two assholes who stay at the Hilton Hotel 50 miles away from the venue because they're just there to be strongholded, to not leave and go independent. But these guys are great. These guys are great. I that's what I'm trying to say. Repackage
1: them, maybe. Don't treat them okay. as a joke. I mean, they're going to be treated as a joke. Yes. I don't think they have any respect for these
0: guys. How are you going to repackage a bunch of people that have be been treated as jobbers? It's hard to do. It's hard to do, hard man. To do. But it, it can happen.
1: I have a bad feeling about that. All right. Or right, cheers, Dolph Ziggler being paired with Drew McIntyre. So I think it's a good yes, combo. I agree with that. You know what? You and know what? So far, you both you're need on, each you're other. You're in the ball. I appreciate that. And we'll cheers, Breeze Dongo. Okay. Went against the bar mm-hmm. and won.
0: I like the bar a lot.
1: But I, I appreciate that the fact that Breeze Dongo wants to get R.B. not treated as a joke. Got a fluke victory. Mm-hmm. Hoping this is also a chance to reignite them and being because those guys are good. It's a yeah. good tag team. They can go in the ring, but they're a joke. Yeah, so I, I guess
0: I see what you're saying. And I honestly think that Breeze Dongo is not getting a fair shake. Um, the only problem is that I really like Cesaro and Sheamus. If you watch Sheamus's, uh Celtic Workouts uh, YouTube channel, this is last time, yeah. Yeah, and I mentioned, I'll i mention it again because I just watched it today. His YouTube channel is amazing. It really gives you so much respect for Sheamus. Cesaro, forget about it. Clash, he plays a Clash of Titans on the Up Up Down Down channel. And it really gives you a lot of respect for uh, Cesaro. You know it's a really good video to watch? So, it's Cesaro versus Rusev in ping pong. You got to watch that. That's amazing. I'll check that
1: out. Okay. We're SmackDown.
0: to uh, In English came
1: out. And not only does this man sing those mm-hmm. golden pipes. Yes. He can freestyle rap too.
0: Oh. I was not aware of this.
1: Is there anything this man can't do? English uh, is the best. I'll play
0: it to you after the show. It's just... I will love to hear that. You know, I heard... What I hear? I heard also uh, a guy like Big Cass. Big Cass actually has uh, a couple pipes. He actually was a singer on the offside before he was a, I should, a wrestler. I see that. Yeah. We're going to chill.
1: Ooh. Uh, those are you of know, the show, we cheers. what we like. We heal, we don't. A chill is what we are in between about. going to chill Shelton, Shelton Benjamin. Kind a good promo on SmackDown. Okay. Uh, a big on Shelton Benjamin. He can go in the ring. I'm looking forward to see what yeah. he can do. The gold standard. Hey, gold card has got to like the gold yeah. standard. But I'm going to heal because, you know... he. They were a great tag team with Chad Gable. Yeah, I like that tag team together. But uh, so I'm hoping he gets a decent singles push because
0: I, he, he I do agree. It. That's why I'm saying when I heard Chad Gable went to Raw and then Sheldon got left behind in SmackDown, it doesn't make any sense. Like they had a good unless thing go- they're doing something for Chad. Uh, Sheldon Benjamin. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Maybe they have Sheldon doing a mechanic push where he's going to be a, a middle guy who helps put people over because he is well known he deserves better than that though i do agree he deserves better than that but he's such a great wrestler that anybody who has a good match with him i mean anybody who has a match with him is going to have a good match with that's him. that's true so maybe that's what they're looking at at sheldon as you know you're a guy that hey here's someone who needs to get teared up so let's put him against you so you help tear them up yeah smackdown guy at all i'm not a smackdown guy but i am sheldon NXT? huh do I, don't even, I don't even watch NXT. I only watch... Do you know who the Iconics home. are? No. Oh, my God.
1: Listen to last week's show. Okay. They debuted from NXT on SmackDown last week. Smoking hot. Oh, they're chicks? The two smoking hot chicks. Oh, they from, from Australia. Okay. I'm going to cheers them once again. Because wow. not only are they smoking hot, they're great on the microphone. Okay. Very outgoing. Mm. Very heelish. It's great. Oh, they're, oh, they're he- oh, they're heels. Okay, they're great. They're great. And holy crap, they are good in the ring, too. I will... I mean, it was Billy Kay who mm. had a one on one match this week, so I don't know how Peyton Royce is because I next NXT myself. Oh, smoking hot.
0: Right now, uh, I have to look at them, but I'm oh, a I'll Mandy. show you the method of the show. Let me tell you, Mandy Rose is by far, in my opinion, oh, the, the hottest female uh, yeah, wrestler on the market right now of all organizations. I want to say active. I don't want to say all time, but definitely active. No, active, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mandy Rose, Brittany Blake? Oh, Brittany Blake. Brittany, are you listening? I still want you on the show, girl. That's that's I will interview the crap out of you. That's that.
1: So you see uh, Cheesecake went heel on WrestleMania. Ooh,
0: cheesecake. I like this guy.
1: So you don't watch SmackDown. So last week he was being interviewed about it. And Renee Young asked him a question. He said, sorry, no speak English. Hey. He did the same thing this okay, week. The whole, sorry don't speak English stick. Mm-hmm. They got to make that into a shirt.
0: Yeah. They, that, that shirt's got to be coming soon. Oh, my goodness. Can I tell you a, a sidebar? I watched Shinsuke's, or Cheesecake, his uh, tw- his 24-7. Did you see his 24-7? No, I don't it. Oh,
1: my God. It's so good. Nakamura has it 24-7? Yes.
0: He has it from January, from the moment he won Royal Rumble, till the night before WrestleMania. It is... W24-7? Yes. It's, what's, what's it what's, called? It's called uh, the Road to WrestleMania with oh, Russell- Shinsuke- the, yeah, it, Is it the WrestleMania one? It's this year's. Okay. I don't know the exact name, but okay. let me tell you. It's a wrestling profile of Shinsuke from January till the night of WrestleMania. It is... Amazing. If you, after you watch this, there's no way you can't be a Shinsuke Nakamura fan after watching that. But having said that, yes, I Don't Speak English is definitely worth a shirt. This guy deserves to be so much over. Did you know he surfs, bro? He's an active surfer, bro. And he's good. Like, I'm not saying he's freaking all-star. Yeah, bro? Bro, seriously? He can ride waves. And he's not a bullshitter. He's really good at surfing. Considering that he's a wrestler at heart, he's a surfer uh, on the side.
1: Uh, he was boring. He was dull. No personality. So now this is a chance to express himself and be uh, mm-hmm. entertaining. So I'm excited to see what this guy can bring as a heel.
0: Shinsuke? Yeah. Oh, I think he'll be great. I, I have I have a lot of uh, respect for Shinsuke. You have to watch this documentary. It's worth it.
1: The some ratings. This week's Roger at 3.622 million, which is down 7.6% from last week's 3.921 million. was number four in the night in viewership behind two airings of the NBA playoffs and Hannity. Raw was number two in the 1849 demographic behind the NBA playoffs.
0: Wait a minute. So Raw was behind Sean Hannity? Yeah. I think that was because of what happened this week. Because uh, that lawyer dude.
1: Oh, no. Hannity's always in the fucking top. Really? Yeah. Hannity, if we're, luck- if we're lucky, Rachel Maddow gets in there. But Hannity's the fucking... Tch. People love the Hannity guy.
0: <sighs> That's disappointing, but anyways, let's let's not talk about
1: SmackDown. Politics, down. This guess. week drew a two point seven nine six, which is down five point three percent from last week's two point nine five two. SmackDown was number five in viewership for the night, behind two airings of NBA playoffs. Rachel Maddow and Hannity. Ah, uh-huh. There they are. SmackDown was number two in the night for the eighteen to forty nine demographic, behind the NBA playoffs after a five week run at number one. Impact this week drew a three hundred seventy three thousand, which is down eight thousand from the previous week. This was the episode, was the go-home show to their big redemption pay-per-view, which will see Austin Aries defend the Impact World Championship against Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix. Despite the drop-in viewers, this is still one of the company's highest-viewed episodes of 2018, above their average of 311000 So good for Impact.
0: I just wanted to add uh, about the idea that politics, mm-hmm. like... We watch wrestling to escape. At least I watch wrestling to escape. I'll speak for myself. And yet politics are still, uh, more interesting than wrestling. What's up with you guys world? Like, I get it. We all are, we got to prove that we like, uh, certain candidates or certain policies, but can we just say Monday and Tuesday and just say, Hey, let's take a moment to just have some entertainment and have a little fun. You guys can have Wednesday, Thursday and Friday and let your Sean Hannity's and Rachel Maddow's, uh, overbear the market but can't you give wrestling monday and tuesdays give it the respect it deserves So all i
1: got so this goes go home thoughts i still have yet to watch the andre the giant memorial to every time i still have yet to watch the andre the giant hbo documentary yeah you oh, seen I, it i saw it i saw it. it
0: now i hate to say the truth but it's available on youtube i don't know how long it's available on
1: youtube no, i still got my dvr so i'm good and yeah. uh posted on our social medias and everyone loved it Mm
0: -hmm. yeah and i and i agree it was a great documentary you learn about uh andre being born in france and you learned in the beginning he was a i guess kind of like a golem because he was like um what what was that guy's name uh paul bunyan so originally he was a paul bunyan he was a wood chopper and he was and he was basically this tall dude and My goodness, I will admit that I never seen these old footages of him where he was slim. He was weird, right? Yeah, he was slim, and he actually was very muscular. And in the beginning, he was so slim and and so agile that he was doing like dynamite kid flips in the beginning. Really? Yeah, he was able to like you know uh, put people in in like MMA holds in the beginning. And now you look at him now because I mean before his in his latter years where now he has to drink. To you know, sustain the pain because his body was growing faster than he can handle, and he needed to drink in order to sustain the pain, and that's what caused him to get heavier and heavier.
1: I'm uh, six foot six, and my doctor told me that when I get older, I'm gonna have a lot of knee pains Mm. because the way I grew, I was tall. Why well, I'm only six foot six. I can't imagine the pain he's going yeah, through. Yeah, he
0: was like seven. They they billed him as seven seven or seven. Yeah, because
1: well, he wasn't a tall guy. He, no. he was he had a disease, an addition. he had. So I can't
0: imagine the pain he was going through. Ag- Agromaliel or something was called. I can't say. Yeah, I don't know the name of it. Yeah. So long, I mean, on the on the addition, Vincent McMahon even agrees that I know Vincent Man quoted. He says, "I know for a fact he was over seven, but to be seven six is questionable."
1: Okay, yeah, that's fine.
0: But he easily was over seven. But easily, yeah. having said that, talking about your knees, if you look at Andre in his latter years, he had knee surgery all over his knees. They showed his, the, the, the stitches and the scars in his, in, his, in his knees. So, you know, I hope this doesn't happen to you being a six six guy. thanks. Yeah, only six, foot six is not a big deal. Yeah, but don't get me wrong. You know, uh, the biggest problem was even in his later years, even in his 30s, according to the documentary, he was still growing. But on the side note, do you feel like you're still growing, or no. do you feel okay? So at least you. I,
1: my feet are. So I used to be a thirteen, now I'm a fourteen.
0: Okay, so your feet are still, So that means, so that means, in perspective, maybe there's still parts here and, that uh, might be still growing. My waist. <sighs> oh well, that again, that again is uh, something different story for different yeah. show, yeah. But anyways, I just hope uh, you know, I hope the best that uh, knock on whatever I got in front of me here. That uh, you don't end up having the uh, gigantor problems that Andre had that no, leads he to was, uh, surgeries.
1: He had a certain condition I don't have. but
0: Yeah, I think uh, it was called agromania. I don't want to say the word because I'm not a doctor and I'm not intelligent. But you said to... the word, though. Yeah, I said a, a word that probably is nowhere near the correct word. However, long story again, please see the Andre the Giant. Doctor long Andrea. story long. Long story long. See the Andre joint documentary. Yeah, uh, people people want to relate it for some reason to the Ric Flair thirty for thirty, which makes no sense because that's like apples to oranges. They're two different wrestlers. Ric Flair was a showboat. Andre, as wrestlers would say, understood the business way ahead of his time. He knew, like, real quick story. He understood the importance of putting Hogan over for WrestleMania three. He understood the long term effects that that would have. Well, even Hogan said at the time he didn't even understand it. He was too busy being a bitch, saying, "Well, Andre put me over." When Andre was sitting there going, "I'm not putting you over. I'm putting the business over," and that's bigger than what Hogan understood at the time. Do you want to see Hulk Hogan back? Fuck Hulk Hogan. Let me tell you. So here we go. This is a quick sidebar. So, Quick. Uh, Quick. Uh, Va- vacant, vacant, enriched, uh, released a video where they were in a documentary about wrestling fans during WrestleMania. Was this thirty-four that we went to? And they made themselves. That so. yeah, fine. There was an Australian girl. This oh. this asshole interviewer said, "Was she hot?" Oh, she was hot, oh, and she was oh, smart. Sure, she's are hot. She was smart. This 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 documenter said to her, "Who do word, you? Bro, who, okay. Whatever the word." The guy who documentarian. Did, documentarian. He says to her. Who do you like more, Hogan or Flair? And she said, fuck them both. And right away, I was like, I love this bitch. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I get this, there's Hogan fans, there's Flair fans. You might be either. I'm personally neither of a Ric Flair or of a Hulk Hogan fan. You can hate me for that. Fine. Beat me on the street. But when she said that, I fell in love with this girl. And that's the way I feel about Hogan and Flair. But in the end, she picked, she said, fuck Hogan over Flair. Okay. Well, you asked me what I feel about Hulk Hogan, and I just thought I'd share uh, an Australian female wrestling fan who was hot, and she knew her wrestling when she said, fuck them both, but if I had to, fuck Hogan over Flair. And that's what I agree with. I would say the same thing, fuck Hogan over Flair. All right, Damn, so, so definitely got to check going. it out. Uh, any more golden thoughts to you. Um, I think uh, wrestling was great this week. Great news this week. Yeah, we didn't watch any shows. I didn't watch anything, but I watched all the the dirt sheets. Believe it or not, even if I don't watch wrestling, I still keep up with the dirt sheets. And the dirt sheets surprisingly are more sometimes entertaining than the wrestling Most itself. Time, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. So. Anyway, that's all I got. Uh, by the
1: way, if you want to win a date with Eric Jaden, mm. this contest is still going on. We've got a lot of entries. We are still accepting more. So make sure you. Dialing up, six one nine three four three three zero zero five. Let us know what you want to do. Describe the date, the, your ideal date you want to take Eric Jaden on. Inbox at com. Send us a picture. We are still accepting entries, so uh, keep them coming. I heard he's a females big, only, by the way.
0: Well, I heard he is a big fan of uh, White Castle. So, uh, if you're a big fan of White Castle, he will definitely take you to White Castle. I'm uh, not saying that. I did not say that. Jef, I, did, I, I'm so. saying it. If you wanna, so what is, is a it? Uh, a six? What is it? A six stack or I don't know. Twelve. I don't, I don't Twelve. White Castle. Twelve. Let me tell you. When you are drunk out of your effing mind and it's one a.m. and your choices are White Castle or Taco Bell, White Castle, baby.
1: So. Jeff, thanks for coming last minute. Appreciate that.
0: You know, as I say, when you need me, I'm here. And I'm glad to share. Honestly, I'm really glad to share my Ricky Steamboat story. You uh, follow me on Instagram or Twitter? I don't have an Instagram or Twitter because I'm an old fuck. I'm older than you. I still do. You're older than me by six months. Where do I find it?
1: At J. Party on both. Boom. Nice plug. Oh, yeah. what What is your Twitter, by the way? Oh, you didn't hear it? It's at Party. There you go. So we're going to talk with BCW. Make sure you stay tuned to us for future BCW shows. So for Jeff Gold Card, I've been your host at Mach J Party Until next week, Party up! Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby. But I got you pinned. Ha, 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 ha. But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in authority all in my face what is a man to do good night everybody